Welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World for the last Sunday of the month, which makes it Positive Talk with Kevin McMahon. And that's what we are doing today is uh, we are talking with some really cool people in the first hour. We talked to a um, um, Kelly from Kelly's Green Lounge in Canada. That's a, Hanaba, or a, a cannabis uh, facility. And we learned a great deal about uh, cannabis. In the second hour, we talked to Dana Parker, and who's an extraordinary life coach. And today, in the third hour, we saved the third hour. Doctor, I'm not going to blow any smoke up your skirt, but then the third hour we save for the best guest. So I hope that you are uh, um, prepared for uh, the uh, being the best guest of the day. Jeez, thank you. I'll try to do my best. Hey, so we we are talking with uh, uh, Doctor Alan Leica. He's written he's written a very important book. It's it. He's a speaker uh, extraordinary. He's a coach. He's an author. He's a celebrity, um, and he's written a book that's just recently out. It, the forward is by Jack Canfield of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, and it's Secrets to Living. A fantastic life, and uh, that's what we—that's the name of the book. But he has got—he is so much more than just that. So I want to start with with um, the medical problem that you had that sent you to the doctor and gave—he gave you a really crappy hypno or, or, or diagnosis. Now let's go back to 2003. I was walking with my dear wife in Disneyland and my wife turned to me and said, what's wrong with you, hun? You know, I was taken aback for the first time in my life. I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. So I said, what do you mean, dear? She said, listen to your foot. Now that was a foolish statement. Listen to your foot. But my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a right foot drop. It was slapping on the pavement with each step I was taking. And so there was something wrong. She said, did you have a stroke? And I said, dear, you're a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's not how strokes present. She said, well, when you get back, you better get this checked out. And when your wife says it with that tone of voice, what do you do? 
you do it. Yeah, I don't think you have any choice. Yeah. I don't have any choice when you're given that black and white ultimatum. So when I get back, I saw hundreds of doctors. They sent me for CAT scans. They sent me for brain scans. They sent me for MRIs. They sent me for scan scans. You know, and at the end of the day, you know what they showed? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And you know what doctors do when they find absolutely nothing? They make something up? Yeah, they make something up. They want to have an answer. So they send you for more tests and more tests and more tests. I had bone marrows. I had EMGs. I had PET scans. I had every test that was known at the time and probably some that weren't known at the time because they invented them just for me. And then at the end of this, they were just as perplexed as I was. They thought I had a brain tumor or they thought I had a slip disc, but nothing showed on any of these tests. So they sent me to a world leading neurologist, you know, the brain guy, the guy that's supposed to have all the answers, the guy that has studied all his life, all about the brain and the nervous system. So he should have an answer. So I was glad that I was seeing him. I walked in and I said, hi, he said, hi, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, why? I've got a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. In six months, you're going to be dead. Get your affairs in order. Wow. That hit me like a ton of bricks. That had so to I, feel good, didn't it? Yeah. So I asked him, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? He said, of course, on autopsy. <laughs> oh, good. That, that That's the wrong time to be getting a diagnosis is when you're doing an autopsy. Yeah. So I told him, you know, I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. But you know, when you go through something like this, you go through the phases of death and dying. The book written by Kubler-Ross on death and dying shows those phases. The first one is anger. You know, when something goes wrong, I think a lot of us go through things with anger. I think the world is going through an angry phase now as we're coming out of COVID. Everybody's snarky, everybody's mad, but I was angry. I could bite the head off nails. Have you ever gone through a phase like that when something's gone wrong for you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I had a three-year period where where things were not going particularly well, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you go through bargaining. Bargaining. Go, oh, God, please don't let this happen. I'll do anything if you don't let this happen. But I don't think God was listening. Then you go through denial. Denial. Where you say, oh, there's nothing wrong. I can do anything. This is just a mistake. Uh, I can do everything. So I work 12, 24 hours a day. I'd say, I'm going to do everything. But you know, my right arm started becoming involved too. And I knew that there was something wrong. So I couldn't be denying it much longer. And then you go through depression. Depression is probably the worst phase. That's when you lie in bed in the morning and say, should I get up? Should I stay in bed? It really doesn't matter. I'm going to be dead in six months. So why should I do anything? It's a black, black, black time in your life. Have you ever been depressed? I, I generally don't get depressed much. Occasionally, occasionally I'll have a bad moment or a day or so, but normally I'm a pretty upbeat kind of guy. Yeah, well, most people, when they're going to die, they're going to be depressed. Well, know? no, that's a whole different <laughs> That I have to say that it is one thing that I've never had anybody confront with me is that, that I'm going to die. Yeah, and the last phase of Elizabeth Cooper Ross's acceptance. Well, I wasn't going to accept a diagnosis that I knew was probably wrong. So I went to my wife and I said, wife, what do you think I have? She said, I have no idea, but I don't think you have ALS. You're smart. You can figure it out. 
well, you know, I'd seen every doctor that I knew. I had seen everybody that I possibly could possibly do. So I started looking around. When you're at your wit's end, you start looking for answers. You try to put the pieces together. And I found something called the internet. You ever heard of that beast? <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's something we live and die by most days these days. And so it's something that we have to be very cognizant of, uh, the internet. But back in 2003, it was a primitive beast, a very primitive beast. You had to get on by dial-on connections. Oh, we, didn't have, yeah, we didn't have Dr. Google. We didn't have Yahoo. We didn't have all these servers that could help you. Dial-on connections, that's when your phone was put in a cradle and attached with another phone. And it went, ria, ria, ria. For about 15 minutes it was a terrible sound and when your phone finally connected you were connected to another phone and then you had to navigate the system by something called dos because you had a very primitive language computers had no memory back then their computers have no power back then so you had to get on and you had to do it in a very primitive way well I found a doctor in Colorado Springs Colorado by the name of David Martz who had a story very similar to mine who was on his deathbed when a doctor from Texas came up, a Dr. Harvey came up to say goodbye to him. And he saw something that no one else had seen. He looked at David and he said, David, I don't think you have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. David whispered because that's all he could do at the time. He was so weak. He said, um, what do I have? The doctor said, I think you have something called chronic Lyme's disease. That's the bite of a tick that leaves a neurological illness that's very similar to, that looks like ALS, but is not ALS. So David said, what do I do? He said, well, you don't need to do anything. I'm going to start you on some antibiotics. And if I'm right, you're going to get rapidly better. Well, he was like Lazarus arising from the dead. Within weeks, he was able to do all the things he could do previously. Wow, said I, I need to get in touch with this guy in Colorado Springs. So I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs, introduced myself as Dr. Leica, and I needed to touch, get in touch with him. And I found out David worked at the Methodist Hospital. And we got in touch and we talked for hours. David said, can you come down and see me? I said, when? He said, right now. And I said, I can't. It's, it's our Thanksgiving weekend. My wife has invited me 50, invited 50 people over. I'm going to get killed if I leave. She, he said, well, aren't there any planes in Canada? <laughs> so I went to my wife. I said, dear, I'm going to be away this weekend. He, she said, where are you going this weekend? You're always seem to be away. I said, yes, I am away a lot for teaching. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that, but you know, uh, this is for something different. There's a doctor in Colorado Springs that might be able to help me. My wife said, well, if that's the case, let me pack your bags for you. Let me drive you to the airport. I guess time's wasting. What are you waiting for? <laughs> so we, we, we got, I got to uh, the airport. I got on a plane from Edmonton to Denver and then a plane from Denver to Colorado Springs. The flight from Edmonton to Denver was wonderful, two and a half hours long, a direct flight. Uh, the flight from uh, Colorado, from Denver to Colorado Springs was on a rinky-dink flight. You ever been on that flight? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Many times. It's it's yeah. like you, you can hear the you can hear the pilot from his where he's sitting talking and, and stuff. Yes. But at the end of the day, the air comes off the desert 
and that causes turbulence. And you know what turbulence is? Oh, yes. Yes. Thunderstorms and lightning and all sorts of fun stuff. You've got it. And this turbulence was massive. It was like the plane would climb 100 feet, and then it would drop 100 feet. Then it would climb another 100 feet, and then it would drop 200 feet. It would climb that 200 feet and then drop another 100 feet over and over and over again. That 15-minute flight was a flight from hell. It was like the wild mice mouse ride at the circus. It was like the Ferris wheel. It was like uh, a roller coaster. It was like the drop of doom at Disneyland over and over and over again. So, you know, you get off, you don't feel so good. You feel really sick. Your stomach's in your throat. And I got off that plane. I crawled off. And there was David on the tarmac to meet me. It was a time when 9-11 precautions hadn't gone to every airport in the world. David was a well-known doctor. I was a well-known doctor. He was going to meet a guest. So he just drove his truck onto the airport. And there he was to meet me. He said, you don't look so good. I said, I don't feel so good. He said, well, it's just a metaphor for what you've gone through. And I said, yes, it is. And we talked and we talked for hours. And he said some magic words. I think history is repeating itself. And it was. He started me on antibiotics. And that's why 17 years later, I'm still well. I still can do all the things that I could do. It was a beautiful thing that he did for me. So the uh, um, Lou Gehrig's disease was no longer in the picture. And and uh, you were, by the way, you, you have been a dermatologist for, um, your practice was like th- for 30 years, yes? Yes, I w- was able to be uh, maintain my practice as a world-leading cosmetic doctor for over 30 years. And so I was lucky, you know. Uh, the diagnosis wasn't correct. I'm glad I didn't listen to it, and I'm glad that I sought a second opinion. And even though the sing- second opinion was far removed. So what led us to the book? Well, you know, when you go through something like this, you start to look around, you realize your life has been given a second chance. And you really look around, you look around the pieces, you look at life interestingly, and you look at it differently. You you realize you've been giving a second chance. And many people who go through something like this want to give back. And that's what I did. I wanted to give back. I wanted to give back to those who really needed it. And the thing that happened next is I started to support certain groups. And one was the YWCA. And I supported a group called a session called um, Women of Distinction. They had an award ceremony for women uh, to be honored in our society. And I put on uh, several of these. And at one of them, a young lady by the name of Harriet Tinka came. And she said, you know, I want to apply for an award called Turning Points. And I said, great, please do. And she won that award. And her story was similar to mine, yet totally different. She was a young lady who was a world-class model who decided to leave the profession. And when she left the profession, she decided to become an accountant. She went to study at the University of Calgary in Calgary, Alberta. There she was, she met someone who was very evil. He first was very friendly, but he was a true psychopath. And he got very jealous anytime she talked to anybody or anybody else. And he ended up kidnapping her, stabbing her, and leaving her for dead. You know, Harriet, at that time, uh, 
was very mortified for this, from a world-class model to a person that could have been a cripple. And she met a young lady in her therapy session who was a young lady who was um, had both of her parents died in a car accident and she was crippled from the waist down. She couldn't walk. And she talked to Harriet, said, Harriet, you have nothing to be ashamed of or afraid of. You know, you need to learn to tell your story to give back. And that's the story she told at the Turning Points uh, Award. And um, she then came to me and said, Dr. Laika, you know, our stories are so amazing. We should write a book. And so for several years, it took us to write our book until our book came out in 2020. And it was a beautiful time for us. The book became a bestseller in 2020. Which is outstanding that it did that. Uh, the Secrets to Living a fantastic life. We're talking with Dr. Alan Leica. He's the author. He's a co-author, actually. He is a speaker and um, a coach and an author. And he's been around the block and is a celebrity. And he doesn't have Lou Gehrig's disease. And we're really happy about that. We need to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about the 13 golden pearls that he talks about in the book and uh, some other topics that we're going to cover as well. You're listening to Martha Norwalk's Animal World. This is the last Friday or Sunday of the month, which means that it's Positive Talk with Kevin, and we'll be right back after these messages. And welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World. This is the last Sunday of the month. I keep saying that, but it is, and so this is Positive Talk Sunday with Kevin McDonald, and I have got a wonderful author here that has um, um, escaped through the side door of a death sentence because it wasn't real. It was just what they couldn't come up with anything else, so they figured, well, if it's nothing else, maybe he has Lou Gehrig's disease, but it wasn't that either. And uh, Dr. Uh, um, uh, Alan Leica is with us, and he's written the 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 book that we're gonna that we're talking about now, which is the secrets to living a fantastic life. Uh, doctor, talk about the uh, 13 golden pearls that you- You know, after you start looking around, you look for a meaning in life. And the meaning we found out was at least 13 golden pearls. We actually had discovered 20 of them, but it was too much for one book. That'll, the rest will have to come out in a second or a third book. There you go. So the 13 golden pearls are, are, uh, are based on the fact that a pearl comes about because a little grain of sand gets inside of a oyster and that oyster walls off the pearl. It walls it off. This was this golden material called bluster. And there are certain pearls in the world that make beautiful golden pearls. They only exist in the South Pacific and the Polynesian areas. And when a single solitary pearl is formed, it's so magnificent, it costs upwards of $10,000. Which is remarkable. I mean, they're they are very expensive, but now they they've even figured out how to make them, how to how to mimic that by putting a uh, a speck of sand into a uh, oyster, and then it will automatically do the same thing, right? Yeah, but you know it's amazing because the pearl doesn't get damaged by all this. The the oyster doesn't get damaged by all this, and it isn't traumatized to the point that it can't function. It makes this beautiful solitary pearl, and that's something that's gorgeous. So thirteen pearls—that's what I've discovered. And these pearls are in each inside of us. They are deep down inside of us for people to have meaning. Let's go through some of them, please. Okay. My first golden pearl is love. 
And I think love is a very precious pearl. And I'm going to read a quote that I did from the first chapter. I believe dreaming is stronger than reality. Desire is more potent than apathy. Hope is more hopeful than despair. Joy always triumphs over sorrow. That laughter is the ultimate cure for man's foibles. And I believe that love is stronger than hate, the greatest gift of all. How do I know? I have been very fortunate to experience them all. Dr. Alan Leica. Very good. And you have. I, you know, we, we all have, but some of us tend to um, um, allow them to stay with us for far too long and to not look in terms of how can we make things better? How can we get rid of the hate division and fear? How can we uh, make, make our lives truly remarkable? And well, uh, give us some advice about that. Well, I think one of the way is to get meaning in things. And in my book, I have little stories, little parables. And I'd like to read the story from the chapter on love to you. Each chapter has a little story. There once was a little three-year-old girl who was extremely happy. She was angelic. She had red curly hair. She was always singing and playing. She never walked. She skipped everywhere she went. The world was her oyster. From sunup to sundown, everyone who saw her had a smile on their face. One day, her father punished his three-year-old daughter for wasting a roll of gold, gold wrapping paper. Money was tight, and she, he became infurious when the child tried to decorate an old shoebox to put under the Christmas tree. Nevertheless, the little girl brought the gift to her father the next morning and said, this is for you, daddy. The man became embarrassed by his overreaction earlier, but his rage intensified when he was confirmed that the package was indeed an empty shoebox and that when he unwrapped it, he yelled at her, don't you know that you give someone a present? There has to be something inside of it. Oh, daddy, you're so silly. It's not empty. I blew kisses into the shoebox. They're all there for you, daddy. The father was crushed. He put his arms around his little girl and begged her for forgiveness. Only a short time later, a tragic car accident took the life of the little girl. Her father kept the gold wrapped shoebox by his bed for many years. And whenever he was discouraged, he would take out an imaginary kiss and remember the love of the child who had put them there. And when he closed his eyes, he could see his little girl. He could even hear her giggle and, he, and feel her on his lap. He actually felt her kisses and in his mind felt she was still there with him. Many years later, the man died of a broken heart. He went to heaven and St. Peter met him at the pearly gates. St. Peter said, to enter, you must give me something very precious. I can't let you in without it. The old man gave Peter the most important thing he owned, the empty shoebox. Peter smiled and said, enter my friend, you have given me the gift of everlasting love, the most valuable gift of all. And inside he was reunited with his precious daughter. He smiled at her, she smiled at him and gave her a real kiss. I missed you, she said. Why daddy, asked the little girl. I never left you, when I died, God made me into an angel. 
And when you opened the shoebox to get a kiss, I gave you one. I giggled in your ear and I sat on your lap. I was always with you. I will always be your little girl, author unknown. That is very cool. That that that's that's a great story because you know, first of all, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine losing a three-year-old child to to a car accident or any other thing that 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 would be be hard to overcome. But you got to have faith that your child is still there and is still with you and is looking out after you every day. And if you have that faith, then, you, then you're going to be okay until this time when you get to meet that ch- your child again. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. And, and it's very hard not to be drawn into things like that and go through those five stages that I mentioned, the anger, the denial, the bargaining, the depression, and finally the acceptance. All those phases come out when you go through a tragedy like that. And that's why I think those are universal phases. They're not just phases I went through when I was dying. They occur through any time a major tragedy occurs in our life. They're going on right now uh, in this time of COVID. There's anger. There's denial. People are denying wearing masks. People are denying uh, distancing. People are denying all these things. There's bargaining going on. Oh, God, please don't let this happen. I'll do anything to let this happen. There's depression. You can see it all around us. Every day in the news, there's despair and depression. Um, there's COVID vir- variants going around now and more despair for the news to kick off. You know, the news is terrible and it's very black and very dark and it's very hard to get any good meaning out of it. So something, again, that people have to turn to touchstones to get them away from that. Absolutely. By the way, the uh, the work that the uh, doctor's referencing there is Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote a, a book called The uh, Five Stages of Grief. I highly recommend that book and anybody that is know somebody that is going through that. My uh, brother had stage four lung cancer and he went through, you know, in a six month period of time, he really did go through the five the five stages there was anger there was denial there was there was bargaining there was all of the whole gamut until finally at the end there was acceptance and it was during that time of acceptance when he was able to come to terms with a lot of things that had happened in his life and in relationship to the family and everybody else and so it it, it ended up in a beautiful a beautiful closing to a, a life, but but get that book. It's a, it really is a, a good place, uh, a good thing to to get if you've got if you've got grief issues. But you also should go and you should also get um, the secrets to living a fantastic life with uh, Doctor. Yes, and and I would like to give everybody a free copy of my book. In fact, all you have to do is go to secretsbook.now.site forward slash home secrets book dot now dot site that's s-i-t-e forward slash home and i'll give you a free copy of my book because i would love everybody in this world to share in this and get the meaning of this i would love this to be a best read book ever and i would love everybody just to share in it and learn some more of my pearls and each one of my chapters as i say begins with a little story it then begin, there's quotes throughout it as well. And uh, for example, the quote I use on love is, you will always gain by giving love by Reese Witherspoon. 
which is very important. And then there's a dialogue between Harriet and I throughout the whole book where we discuss things. And when we discuss love, we discuss the seven types of love that the Greeks found. There's eros, which is named after the Greek god of love and fertility, which is romantic love. There's philia, which is brotherly love. There is storge, which is familial love. There is mania, obsessive love. And that's the type of love that Harriet almost was killed about. Uh, pragma, enduring love. Philatia, which is self-love. And agape, which is selfless love. All those are important types of love. And we should all try and practice all of them. I wanted to ask you, before we get too far down along, Harriet, how is she doing now? And has she gotten over that tragedy that happened to her? She has uh, definitely gotten over it. You know, the sad thing is that uh, through this process, for a while, I was being uh, harassed and, and um, a person was following me. And that brought back some of Harriet's deep trends uh, or deep thoughts about being uh, you know kidnapped and things like that so uh, for a while I've asked her to lie low for for a period of time because I didn't want these deep dark parts of her life to come back into her forefront oh my goodness well I, I tell her we wish her well and uh, that, she, that, she, that she's able to come through all of this and that people will leave her alone. Just leave her alone, would you please? Yeah, well, you know, it's, it, it's a sad thing that when you get onto the band and the bandwagon, you get on the stage, people always try to do something to you. And uh, I find that one of the nasty things about life. But both Harriet and I are strong. We're strong enough to overcome that. And we're strong enough to get back onto the main stage. You can't possibly tell me that after writing the writing, Jiminy Christmas, after writing the book, The Secrets to a Fantastic Life, that you got any hate mail. You could not. That's not possible, right? Unfortunately, we're going through a difficult time in society now. And I think oh, society is, <laughs> is a very difficult uh, place to be. And, you know, I'm always shocked at how people are are nasty uh, you know people in traffic jam they can't wait five minutes to get someplace so they go through road rage uh, they go through different times now you know and for a long time there was no traffic on the road all of a sudden we have traffic so people are now uh, angry that there's traffic and there's road rages going on again you know all these little things are coming out again uh, people are angry then they're showing it in various ways they can't possibly be showing <laughs> showing it to you with such a positive book out there. I'm hoping that I'm, I'm not even going to ask you to verify that because I, I would hate for that to be the case. You uh, know, it's it's not happening often, but as I said, there are crazy people, and crazy people do crazy things. And it's, it is really is unfortunate that uh, that uh, that could even be something that you would even have to entertain in any way, shape, or form because you've, you've spent your life. At, helping people you've helped help people as a dermatologist for a long time oh, very well renowned by the way and 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 writing the book and and you and harriet and and putting that together and and stuff like that now i assume that there's going to be a second book there will be uh you know we want to get the full value of the first book first before we start a second book sure. uh, in fact there will be many books you know when we 
uh, bring this out in many respects. There will be a book on a whole book on love where I, people will be invited to send us a chapter of their own experience of love. When, there, when we bring out a book on inspiration, we'll ask people to write, uh, and we'll have a hundred other authors writing on inspiration. So for each of our chapters, we will have a book on that. For thankfulness, we would like everybody to write a book on thankfulness. And uh, a, a whole five story, five page story on thankfulness, et cetera. So if you have any authors out there, I encourage them to get in touch with me. They can get in touch with me at my website, dralanlika.com, D-R-A-L-L-E-N-Lika, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And I'd love to hear from you if you do have any stories on you. Before we before we go to break, I wanted to make sure we got out your uh, the, the the website for the offer for the free book again. Yes, it's secretsbook.now.site, S-I-T-E, forward slash home. Secretsbook.now.site, forward slash home. Just fill in your name and your email and you'll get a free copy. Awesome. That, that is a, that's a wonderful offer, Doctor. And I, on behalf of everybody, I appreciate that. Sounds good. Thank you. That is, that is really cool. By the way, we're talking with Dr. Alan Leica, and he's written the book, Secrets to a Fantastic Life. We're going to have more uh, to talk to him about when we come back from these messages. Remember, Martha vets all her advertisers and is can stand behind 100% each one of them. So if you have a need for any of these products, please consider these uh, sponsors because as Martha says, and I agree, without them, there ain't no us. So we'll be right back after these messages. And welcome back to Martha Norwalk's Animal World. This is the last Sunday of the month, which means I'm here. This is Positive Talk Sunday with Kevin McDonald. And I've had a great show today. Nathan, I think it's been a lot of fun today to to uh, talk to these folks and, and with Dr. Leica that we've got here. But before, so have you enjoyed the show? Absolutely. He's, Lots see, of great information about stuff that we might not be thinking about. That's right, Doctor. See, he's required to say that because he's, you know, like works for the station and stuff. But I, but I think it's 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 been a very good show. It's been a very good show. But I wanted to make sure that we talked about uh, Whispering Dragon, which is on a bit of a hiatus because Jude is uh, still recovering from her sudden loss at the beginning of the year. But she's doing better. Uh, Martha tells me that she's doing better and better every day, and that she's going to resume doing what she does. Um, um, very soon, and uh, I'm sure that um, Martha will have that for you uh, when when she sets a date for when she's going to start seeing clients again. And uh, also, uh, um, new pro supplements. And there, she's going to be with me next uh, at the end of the month. Uh, I'm not sure which hour, but or couple hours but she's going to be the owner of new pro supplements is going to be with me and we're going to have a great time talking about that and uh, of course martha norwalk is always your animal behavioral therapist give her a call and she can help your animal your dog and your cats and in addition to that there was some guy named kevin that was that's got some some positive or some some uh um my Independence Report uh, podcast. Go there. It is actually a lot of fun, and and uh, I've got 250 episodes, 
150 episodes up, including uh, Dr. Alan Leica was on uh, the show a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about his book, uh, and, and which is why I wanted to have him here, because he's so entertaining and such a great guy, and uh, his book is so valuable uh, that I wanted to have him here to talk about it, and he's willing to give you a free, did I say free, did I say free book? He's willing to give you a free book. Doctor, again, just in case somebody missed it, how do they go get the free book? They should get it at secretsbook.now.site, S-I-T-E, forward slash home. Secretsbook.now.site, forward slash home. Come on and get a free book. We'd love to you to share all the information that we have with you. And um, if you would like to get in touch with me, Dr. Alan Leica, D-R, a-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot com. Please do. Uh, I'm also a world-class coach. I'm a world-class speaker. If you need anybody for your speaking engagements, especially online these days, or if you need somebody to coach you through some of the aspects in your life you're having difficulties with, look me up. Um, we also run seminars to help people get through these events that they're having now. Again, Dr. Alan Leica, D-R, a-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot com. Very good. Now, you are part of the of the Friends to Our North. You're Canadian, correct? Yes, I'm a part of the Great White North. Uh, you know, we're part of that part of the world. What do you, you know, what do you think about your crazy, and it's, it's almost like we're that crazy uncle that you have in your, everybody's got in their family. What do you think of the U.S. and our crazy uncle ways? You know, Canada and the United States have been some of the greatest friends through the history of the world. And I think I'd like to keep it that way. I think <laughs> what, what, what happens is that um, we're the kinder, gentler America that many people would like to be at. I, I agree with you, but you, you you guys must have some idea. Of course, things are changing now. Things are going to get better. I'm really, really hopeful that uh, we are going to figure this out and, and that we're going to get rid of uh, the hate and the division and the fear that we all uh, are having to deal with and stuff. Well, and I'm going to challenge your, your listeners to do Please. something to help overcome that. I'm going to ask you to do something for your neighbors that you do not necessarily do. Maybe uh, your neighbor needs something done in their yard and you go and help them with that. Maybe your neighbor needs a cup of coffee and you can leave it on their doorstep. Maybe your neighbor needs just a smile and just a conversation because they've been in isolation so long. So maybe call them or knock on their door and keep socially distanced and help them. Maybe, maybe when you go get a coffee at your coffee store, you can buy for a coffee for the next person in line and just say it's done by Mr. Anonymous. Maybe you can go to your closet and find some clothes that you're no longer wearing and give it to one of the people out there that need it. Maybe you can give it to the food bank because there's people today that are going to be hungry and you can help them with that. So pay it forward, do something nice, end some of the meanness and uncertainty that's going on out there. Make some certainty and make it kind. And I would also like to add to that, broaden your perspective of who you can do nice things for. Because we are all one. We are all together. We all are the same. And uh, if, you, if you choose to be kind to others, people will be kind back to you, generally speaking. may take a while, but eventually. 
You know, with this COVID, they say we're all in this together. Well, let's say we're all this in this together and do something about it. Do something nice for something, buddy, in this pandemic. Exactly. It would be, it's it's so, we've never been through this before. At least not, nobody that is meaningfully alive today can recall uh, 1918. That was a few years ago. Uh, so we, this is the first time we've had a pandemic of this size. Uh, now, you being a doctor um, and, and being in healthcare and around healthcare, it's it's been a real struggle for healthcare, both in Canada and uh, America, to keep everybody safe, huh? That's been a massive thing. I've got my vaccination the other day, and I swear that at this you know, center that I was at, they must have given over 10,000 people the vaccine. So it, it really is a challenge to go through this part right now. Uh, but it's a good part. I would love to see everybody vaccinated as soon as possible. That's one of the surest ways that we can get out there. Absolutely. Now, um, we have the three vaccines. Are all three vaccines approved in Canada as well? Oh, for sure. And there will probably be more along the way. Now, what have you heard? Now, at the top of the show, I mentioned um, Rachel Maddow, who is a host on MSNBC, was talking about uh, antibodies and the uh, the research that they're doing and some of the um, things that 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 antibodies are coming forward to help with the uh, um, COVID, but they're not being talked about very much. Do you know anything about any of that? Well, I think it's important to realize the body's natural response to any vaccine, to any virus, et cetera, is to form antibodies. So they're part of a natural response. And so that's what's going on here is the body is becoming vaccinated and getting a natural response to it so it can protect itself in further situations. Very good, because that will help us stay away from it and not get it the second time or or whatever so um i hope that i hope that works for everybody because it's you know with the variants coming out it's it we're still in a little dicey situation would you say i think so but you know never bet against science science will find another answer if we're not you know every year we need a flu vaccine well maybe every year we'll need a COVID vaccine no big deal uh science will come up with an answer to this very good. So I'm glad that, that that's going to do that. Let's go over your information again to make sure that yes. the secrets of a fantastic life. People can know how to get that book and they can. Uh, well, I'd like to get the, them to get the book at secretsbook.now.site backslash home. But I'd also like them to get a golden pearl a week text to their phone. And all they have to do is text uh, a number 819-717-2515. 819-717-2515 and you'll get a golden pearl a week so that will help you through your regular day to do so once a week you'll get a magic golden pearl delivered to your box that's pretty cool give us that address one more time yes 819-717-2515 just text us and text magic will take care of it for you 819-717-2515 and you'll get a golden pearl a week which is thank you very much for that for uh, offering both of those things for us because uh, they they can be truly of help the secrets of living a fantastic life that is uh, um dr alan Leica and doctor what do you see 
I know you're not a prognosticator necessarily, but you you are a learned man. Where do you see us going as as a people in the near future? You know, I think the next year is still going to be challenging. I think by 2022, we will be back to a normal situation. And I think it'll be a situation that we've had time to learn. We have time to do things. And I think that many of these things that have come out with the COVID will be even better. You know, COVID has shown that we can communicate via the internet and we can do it across many, many miles and to many, many people at once. Zoom has been something that's been very useful for many, many people. I find that uh, the whole situation is that we're getting better, we're getting smarter. And I think the things that have started will even be better. You know, home deliveries are now for everything. You can get your dinner delivered from Skip the Dishes. You can get um, uh, all sorts of things delivered. So, you know, you don't have to be someplace to do that. You can go to a worship service just on the internet. You can do other things in other ways. And I think that's the benefit of all this. We've learned different ways to do things. It's really important because I, as time goes, we're going to have to figure out how to do this on a regular basis. I tell you, they, they have made it so easy. I mean, today for this show, I'm in Seattle. Uh, one of our guests was in Salt Lake City. The other one was in Ontario. And you're, where are you again? I'm, I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, one of the northernmost cities in, in North America. What's the, what's the temperature there today? Today, it'll probably be 12 centigrade, which is about 45, 50. So not a bad day. Yeah, we don't we don't understand. I'm glad you, I'm glad you made that into Fahrenheit, because for some reason we have no idea what centigrade means or, or what. Well, most of the world is on a centigrade scale. That's the states that's still on the Fahrenheit scale. You remember that that weird uncle I was talking about? That's us. That we can't get in line with the rest of the world. We have to do our own thing, even if our own thing is rather is, is rather silly, if you don't mind my saying. So well. You know, I've, I've learned both systems, and they both work as long as you know what they're like. I understand that the other system is a little bit more accurate, though. Is that Am I incorrect in that, or is that is that true? Mm, no, they're both about They're both accurate. You just have to be, I, you know, it's it's they both work well. Oh, very good. Very good. So, uh, Dr. Laika, it's, it's, it's it so have you guys started the next book yet? I'm curious. Are, are you going to wait for this one to, to percolate for a while first? We've gotten on the drawing boards. Oh, very nice. Well, I, I have I really enjoyed having you here as a guest. And now before we go, I want you to be able to tell our audience, um, the people of Seattle, anything that you would like them to know. You know, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. I think that's a very important statement. Uh, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. And if you do it, do it with kindness. That's it? Just being kind? God, come on. No, I'm kidding. That, that is, if you can be kind, and that's that's how I end my show, is, is that uh, um, be kind to each other because each other is all we've got. Uh, we need to take care of each other. We need to be kind to each other. We need to really work at work, developing our skills enough so that we can understand each other and listen 
I don't hear a lot of people talk about listening much. Listening is a big skill, don't you think? I think so. I think listening is a very big skill and it's one of the skills that we should do. But reading is also another big skill. And so get a copy of my book, secretsbook.now.site forward slash home. Have you done this before? That was a hell of a segue right there. That was very good. Say that again. Yeah, get a copy of my book, secretsbook.now.site forward slash home. Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Dr. Alan Leica. You know, I really need to talk to you more because my son's got needs cosmetic surgery and, and, and stuff. So I'll I'll have to set up a time to kind of give you a call. Although you're retired now, right? I'm retired, but I have friends all over the planet, so I could probably get somebody in the community he lives for him. Does he did, did he lives in Seattle? Or did you know anybody over here? I know a lot of people everywhere. Oh, uh, well, see, that's that's what makes you uh, so special. And uh, by the way, Dr. Leica has been our guest. I'd like you to uh, um, go and get his book, and he's going to give it to you for free. One more time, please. Secretsbook.now.site forward slash home. And you'll get it, and you'll enjoy it. And you can also get the uh, uh, Golden Pearls by going to this number. Text uh, 819-717-2515, 819-717-2515, and you'll get a golden pearl a week. That is awesome. And Dr. Leica, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. And we've got just a couple of seconds left. I just want to remind everybody that uh, my independence report is is growing. It's got uh, 250 episodes. Dr. Leica is on one of those episodes. Go and uh, and uh, get more information about him by going to myindependencereport.com or .net or dot, you know, a bunch of other dots. And uh, um, you can go to uh, Facebook and you can go to youtube we'll talk to you next time thank you so much for being here have a great day everybody